Hi guys, it's Sister Spill and welcome back to Spillcast. So, welcome to MLK Day for those of you who live in America. Um, I almost forgot to record this podcast because I have school off today and so it feels like the weekend and I'm always used to like recording my podcast after I finish school on Mondays, but because I didn't have school today, it like feels like I'm supposed to be recording this tomorrow and I just spaced out and I was like, oh no, I still need to record the podcast. But here I am, I remembered, and I'm ready to give you guys some advice. But before I do that, um, this is really something like different and not really tea related or anything related, but it was kind of like a little story I wanted to share with you guys um, that just happened to me recently or is still happening. But basically I was on TikTok and I saw this video where this girl kind of was joking about like um, supporting Shein and, you know, whatever. And if you guys don't know, Shein is this company that sells really, really cheap clothes. It's based in China and, um, they've done a lot of controversial things. Like they made this necklace that looked like a Nazi, like swastika, which is obviously very like offensive. And like, why would you be selling that? And then they claim that it was some like Buddhist symbol or something. And, you know, they apologize for it, whatever, but they've done, like, multiple things like that where it's, like, really, really weird, like, I don't know, I just feel like other companies that are more established and more, like, professional would never get themselves into situations like that where they're, like, putting out offensive things and that wasn't even the only situation where that happened, so yeah. And then, again, they've also been accused of using, like, child labor to make their clothes, which, honestly, like, if that's not true, I'd be very, very surprised just because of Um, what I've heard, the research I've done, like, it's just a very unethical company, and personally, I have bought from there, I think, once or twice, and, um, I remember, like, seeing the website Shein, or, like, Zaful, or Romway, they're all kind of, like, the same websites, honestly, like, they all are based in China, and they all take, like, three weeks to ship the clothes, and they all have really, really cheap clothing, um, and, I remember, like, seeing these websites in middle school and being like, oh, like, no way, like, this shirt is only $5, like, why wouldn't anyone want this? But obviously, at the time, I was pretty naive and, like, uneducated, and I didn't realize, like, why the prices are that low, and it's because, because I'm speaking from experience when I say, like, I've bought their products, like, their clothing is not well made at all, and honestly, a lot of times, I feel like they catfish their consumers because the pictures that they use end up being different than the actual product that you receive when you actually get it in the mail, and I don't know, like, I'm not saying that that's for every single one of their products, and I'm not saying that every single one of their items of clothing is going to be bad material or quality, but for the most part, like, I ordered one big package over the summer before I kind of, like, realized how bad it was to support Shein, and I ordered a package from there, and I, I have a shirt from there, like, I still, you know, wear the clothes just so it's not wasteful, so I'm not just, like, you know, like, I've already bought it, so I might as well make use of them, but I found that, like, one of the clothes, I literally, I wore this shirt I don't know, a few times and the strap broke. I have another shirt where like I washed it and immediately there's just like this like pilling coming off of the shirt. Like it's just bad material. And also it was like not the material that I expected. Like I thought it was going to be like a cloth material and then it came out being like this workout style material, like synthetic. I don't even know how to describe it. And anyways, my whole point with that is like they aren't a great company. They've done controversial things. They have bad quality products, which, you know, obviously makes sense because it's cheap, but it's just something that I don't support and I'm pretty much really against it. And 
anyways, the whole point of me saying this is that I saw a TikTok of this girl saying that she like supported Shein or whatever, but like she was joking, I guess. But because of that TikTok, everyone is now fighting in this comment section about whether or not we should support Shein. And all these people, most of the comment section, honestly, is filled with people justifying them using Shein and all of these other websites like Shein, Romway, Zaffle, any of those like, um, websites are basically like the same thing like they are definitely connected and even if they're not all the same company they're definitely like coming out of the same um areas and they do the same products like they're all very very similar so any of those like sketchy websites where it seems like it's too good to be true it is too good to be true so be careful of that guys but anyways all of these people are just debating on whether or not this is a good thing to support and i you know didn't expect anyone to really see my comment but i made a comment um of my own and I was basically just like saying how I thought that the quality of Shein was bad because I am I'm not just saying that to say that like I I have bought from there before and like most of my stuff there is not good quality at all um and so I just put a comment there and I already had someone argue with me over that but then there was another instance where I replied to someone's comment and they were talking about how they thought it was okay to support and I basically replied and I said well if everyone stops buying from there, obviously the support for Shein will go down and they're going to have less demand. And that's how you kind of eliminate companies like that. And I know that's not the easiest answer and I hope I'm not boring you guys with this. I know this is a very different topic, but I basically just, you know, put my own opinion in and this one girl super like aggressive with her comments because she just is still replying to me and literally, I, I don't know, it's so frustrating, but this one girl replies to me and we get into this whole argument and she's saying, oh, so you're holding an iPhone that was probably made with, you know, child labor, but you, like, you're criticizing Shein. And I'm like, yes, I understand that probably most of the stuff that I own has been made unethically and a lot of it is probably not good for the environment, but I've educated myself recently and I've realized places like Shein are, like, the worst of the worst. Like, yes, most companies like Nike and Apple and Brandy Melville and all these other places, like one, they're not good for the environment and two, they probably use, you know, unethical conditions, um, you know, makeup brands that use animal testing, all kinds of stuff. And a lot of times people are unaware of it, but like, anyways, my whole point with that, that is like, yes, most big companies that we know of are, are not doing great things to produce all of the the stuff that we buy from them but i believe that shein and places like shein are literally the worst of the worst because they are the ones who are openly doing controversial things like the swastika necklace and not only that but they're super super bad for the environment and i don't want to be like one of those people that's like trying to shove my beliefs down people's throats or whatever like i know that i can come off as like really like passionate about things and then when people you know like that feeling when like people tell you to do something and because they told you to do it, you just don't want to do it. Like you don't want to listen to them. I feel like most people are pretty stubborn like that, where it's like, they don't want to listen to what people have to say because they just want to do their own thing. And I get that because I'm honestly like that too, but I feel like it's really important for us to like listen to each other more because in situations like this, it's really hard when like, I'm trying to talk to this girl, have a civil conversation and it feels so one-sided because she's just debating everything that I have to say and I'm debating her and it's just a mess. But my whole point, again, is that, like, I think that 
Shein has done so many controversial things, first of all, and then the fact that so many people, like, especially with the popularity of, like, TikTok and everyone doing, like, Shein hauls on TikTok, like, everyone is now buying from Shein, and I think it was, like, one of the number one places or is the number one place that, like, people have been buying from. Um, I read, like, an article about, like, you know, the statistics about what people have been buying, and Shein is way up there because, you know, I don't blame people like I don't blame teens my age like they see something cheap and most people my age do not have the money for that like I know exactly how that feels I know that I make money from YouTube now and like I have enough to like support myself and buy clothes but I'm always looking for cheap things because I actually don't spend my money like I cannot buy you know a $50 sweater like I don't even like buying a pair of $50 jeans you know like it's just I guess it was like the way I was raised. I like to save my money and I also know that like saving my money will go a long way. And so I like buying cheap things. Don't get me wrong. So just because I do have money, unlike a lot of teens my age, like I know, I I know how it feels to want to buy cheap things. And so I get the appeal of Shein because it's like, wow, like I can literally get 20 items for less than a hundred dollars. Meanwhile, I could shop at Brandy Melville and get like three things for a hundred dollars, you know, like I totally, totally get it. Just the problem is, is that like the waste on the environment is so, so bad because when you have literally millions and millions of these orders being shipped out, first of all, like that's a ton of packaging. So first of all, ton of waste there. And then also when these clothes aren't going to last you long in the first place, where are these clothes going to end up? in the landfill because like straps broke like on my shirt like no one's gonna donate the Shein clothes unless they're in like decent condition because like Shein clothes are not gonna last as long as like say Nike clothes or um I don't know other brands like that um that are more expensive so that's kind of just like my whole point is that like even though it's cheap and it's like a simple solution honestly investing in like clothing that's gonna last you a long time is a lot more worthwhile like what seems like a really really big um you know price at at one point like you know if you're if you're buying something from again I'll just use Brandy Melville like if you're buying like a $50 sweatshirt from Brandy Melville instead of a $12 one on Shein that looks like identical well the the leg up there is that with Brandy Melville you're getting something that's better quality like I myself have owned things from Brandy Melville so I know that like it's definitely way better quality like they're more of an established brand and so like they do have better quality than places like Shein by a lot um and so with that like one you're getting better quality and I know that it's for a higher price but in the end like it's worth it because when that Shein sweatshirt goes out within you know a year or something, your Brandy Melville sweatshirt might last you three years, you know, and that's just, like, a really rough example. I know that, like, the timelines might be different, blah, 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 but you guys get my point. Like, it's way better to buy clothing that will actually last you and that you'll be able to donate and won't be, like, broken and all roughed up and whatever. Like, some thrift stores and and donation centers are not going to take clothes that are all tattered and have a strap that's broken and stuff like that and I feel like that's way way more common with places like Shein because it's so cheap that like obviously if you're buying something for cheap it means it's cheaply made like that's point blank that's the reality of it like if you're buying a shirt that's really cute for five dollars you gotta automatically suspect that it's made with cheap materials and there's something wrong with it and maybe it doesn't look like that and maybe it lasts you for a while but eventually you're going to start to see it wear down meanwhile you can get something that's 
better quality, better made, just for more money. And I know that that's really hard to see when you're just comparing a price tag. Oh, $50 or $10. Obviously, I'm going to choose a $10. And I know that's really, really hard to see when you're just looking at prices. But when you do and you like understand the background of it, it makes a lot more sense. And I know that like this probably isn't something that you guys care about at all. But, you know, I always kind of thought that like if I had a platform like this, I would use it for good. And, you know, like I said, I don't want to like influence my ideas like to the max to the point where you guys are like okay chill but I also want to make sure that I'm using this like platform I guess that I have responsibly and if I can change someone's mind about buying a new order at Shein then that would make me happy and I do understand like I said earlier that like most of the stuff that I probably own like I own you know an Apple computer and I own an iPhone and I own things from PacSun and Brandy Melville like I understand that all those companies have their flaws but for me I feel like if you just choose to support one place or choose not to support one place and that being Shein and other websites like it I feel like at least it's the bare minimum but at least you're doing something because you know aside from like the child labor and the cheap prices and stuff do it for the environment because it's so so bad like like I said you can't really recycle the Shein clothing because it's gonna have worse quality and so it won't last as long and then it's basically all going to the landfill and then the amount of clothing and like fabric waste that places like Shein um, expend is just crazy like there's just so much fabric and other stuff that like goes to the landfill because of places like Shein and it's really 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 wasteful so that was my rant guys I really don't want to bore you guys but like I said I just thought I'd try something different this time because I don't know I feel like it's pretty important to me to kind of express my feelings towards something like this and this little TikTok argument with this girl reminded me of it and she's like oh you're like a performative like um activist like and by the way if you guys don't know what that means it's basically just like oh you're you know you preach all of this stuff but you're not actually doing it yourself like being being a hypocrite basically this girl's calling me a performance activist and I'm like how do you know because everything that I'm wearing right now is thrifted literally like I'm wearing a UCLA crew neck that I bought from someone off Poshmark which places like Poshmark and Depop are okay because it's literally people reselling their clothes so you're recycling but anyways I bought this off Poshmark and I'm wearing thrifted pajama pants so like clearly this girl does not know anything about me and what clothes I own and I don't know, it's just very, very frustrating, so I thought I would just kind of vent to you guys, even if you don't care, but anyways, enough with that, I'll get on to any advice that you guys asked me for, for this week. I have two problems that's going on, and I I just, like, I just need advice, like, sort of ASAP, and, um, or, like, any details you have, so basically, I've been really, my self-esteem has been really, really down lately, and you know i've been trying to go on a diet um but the reason why is like you know i never cared i never cared about what my body looks or the image of my body um until my mom started body shaming me and calling me that like oh like like last time she told me are you pregnant or something like that and it it really really hurt and sometimes she body shames me of being really really skinny and i know it's not good of me to speak on my mom um you know at the end of the day I love my mom with all my heart you know she's done so much for me I love her but you know when your mom body shames you it becomes to the point where you feel really really sad and I I just 
I don't like that. And if people are going through the same thing as I am, you know, I hope this helps. And lately, um, I think it was like a week ago, last Wednesday, um, my mom took me to the doctors. The doctor had like this teenage talk with me and I talked with the doctor and I like I really want to go on a diet, but since I'm Hispanic, it's really, really hard to go on a diet in a Hispanic family. The doctor was talking about like the teen talk and I let her know all my problems that I'm having in my life. And then she ended up telling me she recommended me a therapist and she I my dumb self told her that no I'm good you know and she told me if I'm ever thinking about it to just call the doctors and let them know and since COVID is just on the phone but since if COVID is gone I can just go and the reason why I said no is because my mom probably might think it's too much and all or that I'm doing like I'm being extra and I don't want her to think that so that's why I said no and can you give me advice if I should say yes or no or why if I should take it or not and like I said it's really hard to go on a diet especially if you're in a Hispanic household and I don't know what to do um any advice for that I love your podcast and keep doing what you're doing and hopefully you could start posting more and giving more people advice and if you're going through this i just want to say um here's the advice that sister's pill is going to give you and i love you guys okay wow that was a lot and just a little spoiler alert for you guys um that's the only advice that i'm going to re- be responding to this episode mostly because i didn't get any other advice that wasn't um about friendships and stuff like that like other advice that i got for this week I just responded to with dms because it was literally all about friendship problems and as much as I want to help you guys like I've said I want to kind of incorporate more unique ideas into this but I feel like that was a pretty long um voice message and so I feel like that there's a lot like I can say to that um but anyways I first of all just want to say you seem so sweet like I don't know just something about you you just give me like such good energy like I don't know if that makes any sense but um first of all about like the whole body shaming thing from your mom I can't even imagine that coming from like your actual mom like I don't know what that's like because my family like I've been pretty free of all of that like no one has really mentioned anything to me which I'm so grateful for because I know how it is like once someone points out one of your insecurities like that's something that you think about for a long time like I literally have friends who are super insecure about certain parts of like their face or their body or whatever just because one person said one thing one time and that's how you know like it's true what people say words do hurt because it's crazy like how how long you can remember something for um even if it was sh- even if it was just like a one-time thing and so um reminder to be kind to everyone you guys please um but as far as the body shaming again like that's a really really hard to imagine that just coming from your own mom because that's someone who's supposed to be there to love you and support you and I'm not saying that she's a bad mom or that she doesn't do all of those things like you mentioned you still love her a lot but I think that I don't know if there was any way that you could kind of tell her how much that affects you maybe like she would realize that it's something that she needs to stop pointing out because a lot of times I feel like maybe parents have good intentions when they're saying that or they think they're joking around or they just don't realize how much it's hurting their child when they say things like that and so maybe if she knew she would know to stop 
Um, but if you're not comfortable talking to her about that, like I, I totally get it because I would be scared to do that too. So anyways, I, I am very sorry that that's happening, but as far as like going on a diet and stuff and how you mentioned that it was hard with his, a Hispanic family, I get it. I mean, I'm not Hispanic myself. I'm, you know, white with a little bit of Filipino and I, I, I don't really have that like cultural part of me where it's, you know, there's constantly like this food that's being fed to me, like a certain type of food. And I know that like when you're Hispanic, you tend to have a lot of um, probably like tortillas and rice and, you know, things that, you know, can make people gain weight. And so I understand how hard that would be because while I don't have like a lot of those foods in my household, I do have foods that aren't really great for me. Um, or I haven't in the past, not really anymore. And so I know how hard it is when like your whole family's eating a certain way or your mom is buying like all these unhealthy snacks from the the grocery store. Like if that's all you have in your home, of course, like that's all you have to eat. So you just have to eat it. And over time, obviously that can lead to things like weight gain and being unhealthy and blah, blah, blah. But I also want you to know that like what the number on the scale is doesn't define necessarily how healthy you are like obviously at some point if you're very obese like clearly you're going to be unhealthy and stuff but hopefully you're not paying too much attention to a number on a scale because you know people can be more weight for many reasons like you know I have skinny friends who weigh a lot more than me because they're tall you know when you're taller you're heavier and um you know I I know that like people are way heavier because they have a lot of muscle on them because they work out a lot or maybe they're just heavier because that's like their body like that's how they're built and so really everyone is different and I've learned that like a scale isn't like the determining factor of like your health I feel like how you feel with your mind and your body is the the determining factor for your health and not even just how you look like some people can look you know, like they have a skinny waist, but be unhealthy on the inside because all they're eating is junk food. Like just because you see someone that's skinny, it does not mean that they're actually healthy necessarily. Like just because someone can eat whatever they want and not gain weight, like no matter what, putting toxic foods into your body, like overall is going to lead to things like heart disease and blah, blah, blah. So, you know, just because you see someone's someone skinny, it doesn't mean that they're necessarily healthy. And so that's why it's so important to just like focus on your own self and not focus about like or focus on other people and what they say is healthy because you never know. Like everyone, everyone's health, it just looks different and it is a different weight and it feels different. So just focus on yourself and focus on what makes you feel healthy. And obviously there are basic guidelines to follow, like, you know, don't eat too much food, don't eat too much unhealthy food, make sure you're getting fruits and vegetables, drink a lot of water, blah, blah, blah. And if you're not following those basic guidelines, you know, you should be because that makes you healthy. But just make sure not to worry too much about like getting everything right and trying to fix everything because it's just going to be harder for you. And I know because like I've said before in this podcast, like I'm considered skinny but I am trying to like lose weight this year because I did gain some weight over quarantine and I didn't get any exercise and so that also contributed to it and so as for you like with being in a Hispanic household where all you have to eat are unhealthy foods most likely um 
I think that having an actual genuine talk with your mom or your parents, whoever makes the food in your household and saying, hey, I'm really, really dedicated to having this diet and I'd really like some help with this. If maybe you could just make a separate meal or don't make any food for me and I'll make my own food, like even just sticking to like a diet and you don't even have to call it a diet, more just like eating a little bit less than usual and making sure that you're not consuming too many bad things for you doesn't necessarily have to be a full-on strict diet but anyways I'm not a health expert um but yeah if you just could have like a real talk and and show like your mom or whoever cooks that you're very very serious about like getting in shape being healthy um then I feel like that can go a long way because if she realizes that you're really serious about it she'll hopefully want to help you out and you know steer you in the right direction and you know who knows maybe your whole family will jump on the trend and start eating healthier too which would be great so yeah even at the bare minimum it'd just be nice if like maybe you could try and separate yourself from like your family and what your family eats as hard as that can be I know that's easier said than done and you know if that doesn't work that's okay but just know that like it's okay to eat foods that are bad for you as long as you do it in moderation which means that like you're not eating you know five quesadillas you're eating one or something like I don't know that was just a random example but anyways I there's this girl on TikTok that I follow who's Hispanic and I saw that like she kind of is on a diet and stuff but it seems like she's kind of separated herself from like what her family eats and she just looks up her own recipes and does her own workouts like in her room and stuff and she finds a way to make it work so I feel like if you really put your mind to it it is possible um but I know it can be really hard when you're surrounded by people in household who are just eating something that looks so good and meanwhile you're stuck with you know something not as great that's healthier or whatever but I'm going to tell you if you really really want this if you really want to lose weight if you want to eat healthier if you really want something dedicate yourself to to it and don't give up but that is my advice as far as that but when it comes to the doctor and like the whole therapist thing um I understand like it's intimidating being in front of a parent, especially when they're asking you something like about a therapist and stuff. Um, but I really do think that if you have a chance, maybe call back that doctor and say yes, that you do want a therapist. Because even if you feel like there aren't any like really, really big, like prominent issues in your life, I feel like things like what your mom has said to you and I don't know, I'm sure there are other things going on in your life because everyone has something going on that they could talk about with a therapist. Um, but you know, those things kind of add up and sometimes you don't realize like how many emotions that you have pent up in your, in your mind until you actually talk about it with someone. So like, even I, like, I don't have a therapist, but like something that helps me is like, I'll write about things sometimes, or I'll literally just go on like my, my Snapchat and just record like a video of me just ranting. Um, even if I'm not telling it to anyone, I like to just talk to myself at least or just know that like someone's listening or feel like someone's listening and that really does help so even if you don't end up getting a therapist I hope that you find like a healthy way to cope with your emotions like that or like journaling or literally just like recording yourself whatever helps or just talking to a friend a family member whatever um but other than that I really would encourage taking the chance to get a therapist if you're being offered it right now I say do it and I know that it can be hard if you're kind of expecting your mom to be like oh like you don't need that that's too much like that's too extra um that can be really hard for sure but I think that like I said I feel like being really transparent 
is the way to go when it comes to parents because a lot of times maybe they think just because you're a kid or you're younger like you don't really know how to handle things or blah 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 but if you really are truthful with them and telling like you're telling them how you feel and stuff like I just feel like that does go a long way and I'm I don't know who your mom is I don't know what she's like or how hard she has to talk to but I hope that there is some way that you can communicate with her and just be like hey first of all I really want to go on a diet because I really want to be healthier so if you could help me out with that and maybe support me with that that'd be great and also I'd really like to talk to a therapist because you know even if you think there's nothing going on like there have been you know studies and other things like that you can refer her to to tell her like therapy is really good like even if it seems like there's nothing big happening in your life there's always a benefit to just talking to someone and like explaining your feelings to someone and so I think that that could be really really nice for you to have um and if you have a bad day if you have a therapist call up your therapist and you know even if that's through a zoom call because of covid like that's okay at least you have someone to talk to so I really hope this helped I hope I also covered everything that you said um sometimes it's hard for me to remember but I hope that you have the best day and please um if you have any sort of follow-up story or you know something changes um feel free to send me another voice message and I can share it on the podcast so that people kind of know that you know it gets better and maybe you made some progress like I feel like people will like a follow-up story to this so if you have any more updates feel free to send me one but I also really appreciate you um trying to you know, get this on the podcast for the sake of other people who might be going through the same thing. So if anyone else is going through the same thing, like, I hope that what this girl said is relatable to you and is helpful and hopefully my advice is helpful to you. Um, and that's why I was honestly so happy just listening to her voice message tonight because I was like, wow, like really just, it was hitting me, um, that like I have a, platform even though it's you know kind of a small platform I have a platform to like actually help people like the fact that I am someone's you know go-to podcast or someone who can like help someone's day get better like that is so crazy to me and it makes me so happy and the fact that like someone is just pouring out their heart to me and like telling me a personal life story makes me really happy and I do like helping other people so keep this up guys if you are afraid to open up like I said I can always just change your voice so it doesn't sound like your voice and if you have an accent if you're insecure about your voice don't worry about this like I've said many times I'm not judging you I'm not judgmental and I love you all so I want to just help you guys and if you have something that's you know kind of personal that you don't want to talk about I get it but also if you're willing to kind of step out of your comfort zone and ask for some advice I would really love to hear it and I'm sure that you can help other people too. So yeah, that was um, the advice segment for this podcast. I know that that, I wouldn't say it was short, but it was kind of just one topic and I, I still hope that that helped you guys out. So anyways, to finish off this podcast, I just wanted to talk about a few things regarding tea, but nothing too serious. Um, this girl actually, I, I it got cut out, um, but I she she mentioned that she likes the advice just because while she's cleaning and stuff she likes to listen to me give advice and then she applies it to her actual life which I love that's such a great thing to do um but I think that a lot of people do enjoy the advice segments and so I'm just gonna kind of keep this tea segment short today um so one of the things that happened recently was um people made a rumor about Charlie 
um, being like abused by her parents and all this crazy stuff. I can't remember exactly what it was that people said, but like there was this one specific TikTok that like one of her fans made, or I don't even know if it was a fan, but it was clearly like a young person and everyone was commenting like, we need to take these phones away from these young kids. And I agree because some of these kids are out of control. Like they create these crazy rumors and I'm like, what are you doing? You're like nine. Like, how do you come up with this? And do you realize like how damaging that can be? Like you say one thing and then it spreads throughout your little fandom. And then now everyone thinks it's true. Like, it's just crazy. I don't know. I feel like there's just so many youngsters on the apps like TikTok and it's just wow, the impact that they have. Um, anyways, yeah, so this person was like, yeah, like, Charlie was, you know, doing this and this and the Bahamas and her dad, Mark, was, you know, like, something about kidnapping and literally just something so bizarre. Like, I don't even know where they thought that this was okay to make this stuff up, but Charlie actually ended up seeing the video and she made a series of comments and she was like, okay, this is very damaging, like, normally I wouldn't comment, but you can't spread lies like this about my family, and anyways, I thought that that was, like, I know it's kind of a smaller topic, but I might make a video about it, um, and I thought I would mention it here in case I don't make a video on it, and it's just very weird to me how, like, these little kids are just making up these random rumors about people, like, very, very weird to me, I don't know. Other than that drama, I feel like there really hasn't been that much drama, um, However, I did just see a TikTok where, like, it was basically Nessa on a live stream, Nessa Barrett, and you could hear, like, Josh in the background, like, calling her babe and stuff and, like, being sweet with her and stuff, so I feel like it's pretty clear that they are back together or something's going on between each other, between each other, that did not make sense, between them, um, because they've been hanging out, like, all the time and it's, I don't know, it's just pretty obvious that they are back together even though they broke up, like, months ago, so I have no idea what's going on with all these TikTok couples, I swear, like, they always get, they're always just, like, on and off, it seems, um, like, Jaden and Mads, they're currently together, they're very public with that, like, everyone knows that they're together now, but I don't know, very, very confusing, and also I love how, like, I don't love, I'm, I'm being sarcastic when I say this, but I love how, all of these TikTokers try and like, I don't know, almost exploit their relationships for views because it's like they know that by not confirming a relationship, people are just going to wonder about it and speculate and be like, oh, are they together? Are they not? Because once like the second that you say you are together, like everyone's happy for like a month and then, you know, the popularity kind of dies down because people get used to them being together. And so the smart thing for these influencers to do is like, oh, like we broke up. There's some publicity. Okay, we might be getting to back, back together. There's a ton of publicity. And then everyone's just wondering for months and months and super invested. And then boom, we're back together again. Like, you know, they just stretch all of this out. Like, for example, Sienna May and Jack Wright, like it's pretty clear that they are together, but obviously they haven't fully confirmed it, even though you know, everyone knows, but, like, that's just kind of what's weird to me, it's like, well, if everyone basically knows, like, why won't you just confirm it, and it's probably, unfortunately, just for them to get more views, but, you know, I don't want to talk bad about them, I like both of them, so I don't know, um, as far as that, that's all the tea with, like, Nessa and Josh, I really do think that they're back together, and honestly, like, in the past, I didn't ship them together just because it seemed like Josh was kind of cold with her and, like, didn't care, but I don't know, recently it seems like he does, and I kind of do like them together, so I don't know. I hope Nessa's happy, though, because she has been struggling a lot with, like, mental health, I know, but I hope that she's okay, so yeah. Um, also, 
Um, this is kind of like less relevant tea, but again, this is what my podcast is for. So Malu, Malu Trev, how do you even say her last name? Is it like Trevejo? I'm, I'm not quite sure. Hopefully I didn't butcher that. But anyways, she took an interest in Vinny Hacker recently and it was just kind of funny to watch this play out because she like was opening, opening, what am I trying to say? Openly commenting on like, I can't remember if it was like a TikTok post, an Instagram post, something, but she was just like openly flirting with him on, um, oh my god, I cannot talk, on social media, and, you know, clearly he did not flirt back, like, I do not think that he cares, because everyone in the social media world knows Malu, and not for a good reason, like, she's been in so, so much drama over the years, and, like, she's literally so sweet to someone, and then will be their enemy the next, so, I don't know, I feel like people just steer clear of her, I personally am not a fan of her at all, she's done some really bad things, um, but anyways, yeah, Vinny was just, like, not responding to anything, and then he was just kind of, like, making fun comments on like the tea posts about what Malu was saying um and anyways she I guess she was just like not getting any attention from him and so she unfollowed him and then like posted something shady on Instagram and then Vinny just clearly was just you know thought it was funny he unfollowed her back I guess he was following her in the first place and then Malu decided oh I'm, I'm gonna try and go after him again and so she refollowed Vinny which I thought was very weird, and then, like, was trying to get his attention again, and Vinny was like, okay, girl, like, you're crazy, um, he didn't say that, but, you know, we all know he was thinking it, so anyways, I don't know, very, very weird to me, I don't understand her, it seems like she's trying to, like, befriend people so easily, like, uh, flirt with people, I, I don't know what's going on with her, honestly, she confuses me, but that's all the tea I'm going to talk about for now, um, I also just wanted to say that, like, I don't know if you guys know Nye, I think her full name is Nylea, Nylea Devora. I can't, I can't remember her full name. That's sad. Anyways, Nye, I know her name is Nye because that's like the shortened version of her name. I follow her on TikTok. I think she's super pretty and she seems super sweet. I've watched like a little bit of her on YouTube, but her and Vinny have been getting shipped together ever since, I think it was like Larray's video where he did like an Among Us video and Vinny and Nye were in that video and ever since people have kind of been shipping them together and now there's been like extra clues and everyone kind of wants them together which you know I feel like they would be good together so that kind of just confirms like Vinny probably does not have any interest in Malu so I think she probably needs to move on but anyways um some of you guys have also said that you like personal life updates so I guess a really random thing I can tell you guys is that I really want to dye my hair dark um darker I guess not like dark like black or super super dark brown but just brown because right now it's currently like a I don't even know how to describe my hair color honestly I'll, I'll tell you my whole hair journey basically I was born pretty pretty blonde but as I got older probably around like seventh grade it was definitely like a good dirty blonde like nearing like a darker um or like almost a light brown um, and then you can literally see in my ID pictures, like my school ID from seventh to eighth grade, literally my hair got so much darker and it was still, I considered it like a dirty blonde, but you know, kind of, kind of more on like the light brown side. And then like ninth grade, it got even darker. And then 10th grade, I decided to dye it in like, you know, during like winter break or something. And I dyed it like a really bright blonde and I didn't expect it to be that bright. And so I wasn't used to it at first and I didn't really like it, but, um, I got a balayage. I don't know if you guys know what that is but they basically just like blend it really well so it had like all these highlights like it, it wasn't like a platinum blonde but it was pretty pretty blonde um so yeah it had like all these highlights and then as it grew out it kind of got prettier and prettier and honestly sometimes I do regret like dyeing it darker again like 
getting away from that blonde because it only like I only had it in for like six months before I dyed it again which is kind of sad but I think that I don't know this whole time I've just been wanting to dye my hair darker because I do have green eyes or like you could say light eyes and that's like the number one compliment I get and so everyone's always told me like you should dye your hair darker because it would look so pretty with your light eyes and I've always wanted to do it but for some reason I was just kind of like I'm gonna dye my hair light before I do it dark because going from a really dark brown to blonde is way harder on your hair than going from like almost blonde to blonde and so I decided I was just going to do the blonde first so I didn't damage my hair and if I didn't like it then then I would go dark so that's basically what I've been trying to do but once I dyed my hair from blonde to darker that was about six months ago so it seems like I I've I've been on this trend where I dye my hair every six months which makes no sense but um it's not how I intended it to turn out but anyways six months ago I dyed my hair and I thought that was it like I wasn't gonna dye it again but the lady, super nice, um, but the reason I went to her is because it was like a family friend refer- referral or whatever, like a birthday present, so like I had to go there, and I dyed my hair darker, but here's the thing, like I told her, I was like, I don't really want to have to like touch up my roots or to like look weird when it grows out, and I think because I said that, she used some sort of dye that like kind of washed out almost because now it looks nothing like it did when I first got it dyed like it was a lot darker and looked a lot prettier and stuff and now it's like this weird almost like orangey auburn color I don't even know like it just doesn't look great and it's not very well blended at all and so ever since like I've been noticing how bad it looks like it's not horrible horrible but you know it's just not great um I've been like okay I really want to just fix my hair and also make it darker because I did tell her to like leave some blonde in but she left in too much and now I feel like like when I showed my friends my hair after I dyed it from blonde to like darker they were like oh like that's nice but I could tell they were like okay nothing really changed and I was like yeah I know nothing did really change so anyways I this is probably so boring but um anyways I was like, okay, well, I didn't even dye it as dark as I wanted to because it's still literally half blonde and then my roots are dark. Like, it, it's, it's a very odd hair color. So, for Christmas, I asked for a gift card to my favorite salon that I know does a good job because that's where I got my hair dyed originally. And so now I have this gift card and hopefully I can make an appointment soon. But I really want to dye it darker and that's my personal life update. I know that that was a lot just talking about hair, but for those of you the few of you who might care, I don't know, thought I would update you guys. I am still kind of deciding, like, I, every time that I've been seeing someone who, like, has light eyes like me with dark hair, like, on TikTok or Instagram or whatever, like, I've literally been, like, screenshotting it or, like, saving it so that I can, like, refer it to, like, my, whoever does my hair at the salon because, I don't know, I just have so many ideas and I'm also very indecisive, so it's, like, uh, I don't know. I don't know what I want to do with it. Um, but I'm figuring it out, so I'll let you guys know. Also kind of exposed a lot about how I look like, so you guys can just use your imagination. But anyways, um, I also thought of a really good thing just now that I could talk about in my personal life that I've been getting into. Um, I could talk about this for so long, but if you guys are interested, maybe I'll talk about it more in my next podcast, but I've been getting really into astrology, crystals, meditation, all of that, which you guys know that I've kind of been into that before, but I don't, I feel like I've never really talked about astrology in this podcast so any of you guys if you're into astrology or like know what the signs mean like I do I feel like I'm I'm not an expert whatsoever but I'm I'm definitely not like a super super beginner like I know enough that like I feel like I can read people pretty well um but anyways I am a cancer sun a libra moon and capricorn rising and I know half of you guys are gonna be like 
I have no idea what that means. I don't pay attention to astrology, but if any of you guys want to talk astrology with me, that'd be so fun because I'm obsessed with it. So anyways, guys, that is how I'm going to end my podcast episode. Like I said, if you guys want to send in any advice for me to give you, feel free to do so. It can be about anything, but it just doesn't mean that it's guaranteed guaranteed to be on the podcast because if it's something about friends I'll most likely just reply to you in a dm because I get those friend things all the time and I don't want to put that only on my podcast so anyways ask me any advice you want it may or may not be on the podcast and feel free to send me a voice through um a voice a voice message through anchor um if you just click the the description of my podcast episode there should be a link you click on it and you send me a voice message through anchor if you don't want to do all that then you can just go to my instagram at sisterspillyt and you can just send me a voice memo on instagram and remember i can change your voice so it doesn't sound like you if you're insecure about it so anyways hope you guys have a great night or day whenever you're listening to this and i will talk to you guys next week